know, before Boost, our phone bill was obscene. So we switched to Boost and got lines for the whole family with unlimited gigs for a much more family-friendly price. It's nice to have a phone bill that doesn't require parental controls. Your family deserves better. Get four lines for only $25 per line, each with unlimited gigs. Plus, get up to four free Samsung J7 perks with six months of Hulu where you can stream all the shows everyone is talking about. All on the super reliable and super fast nationwide network. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talks Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to catbuildertalk.com. Post comments on Facebook.com forward slash Builder Network. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Cap Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues, facing small business in our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life and helping you to walk in your purpose. Great news. I've been talking about it every week. Cap Builder Talk Show is now in syndication. Our reach is expanding. We've joined the LMB Network. We're on every Monday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. on 13 stations throughout the United States. You can go to lmbnetwork.com to listen. If your business wants to reach a larger audience, you want to build a bigger following, you need to contact me, work with me, let me help you get your message out. So if you're having an event or something, let me know. And most of the time, if you're not charging for your event, I'm not charging you. But you know the other side of that, if you're charging, I don't think I need to finish the rest. So tonight's show, great show for you. Today, every day I'm getting more and more requests from people that are just tired of it. They're tired of working for someone else. So they come to me and they ask me, you know, I'm employed, but how do I start a business? It's not a simple question because you're going to need to learn how to transition from someone telling you what to do to telling yourself what to do. And this is not always an easy task. So we're going to discuss this and more with my guest tonight, Tanya Morris from Simply HR and More. She's going to be here talking about how to make their transition. Cat Miller Spotlight tonight is on Tiffany Ray. She's a founder and CEO of Generation In Focus, a STEM training organization. She's going to be here just for a little bit to talk about some of the great things she has happening to her and her business. On the Cat Builder Minute, I'm going to discuss how to get in this growth mindset. You got to make changes. You got to make changes in your life. And some of us don't have a growth mindset. So I found a great article today, interesting enough, from the Mayo Clinic about growth mindset and health, how to change the trajectory of your life. So we're going to work on that. We're going to talk about transitioning from your job to employment. We're going to have the Cat Builder Spotlight. We got a lot, all this, on the Cat Builder Talk radio show. And we'll be back in a moment with that Cat Builder Spotlight. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. 
you didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team, but I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Cat Builder Radio Network. Mark Parham and I'm back. Just gonna spend a few minutes on the Cap Builder Spotlight. I'm gonna bring on Miss Tiffany. She's gonna tell us what she has going on. Miss Tiffany, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm great. Give, you a little applause, give you a little applause and everything. How about that? Thank you for having me on tonight. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just wanted to, you to know, stop by for a minute. You know, every time I I see you posting something. You got great things going on. I just want people to know what you got going on. You know, we, we we'll, we'll talk more. We'll have you back on the show. Talk about your your whole journey. And we're gonna need maybe two shows for that, though. I think we, we can't do that all in one show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, introduce yourself and let's talk about your organization and some of the great things you got going on right now. Sure. Well, I'm Tiffany Ray. I'm the founder of Generation and Focus. Generation and Focus is a STEAM organization in which we focus on supporting students' grades K through 12, as well as adults and teachers um, in STEAM-focused educational opportunities. And so we do classes like drone aeronautics, water robotics, um, 3D printing, wearable technology, a multitude of different things, veterinary science classes, pre-med classes. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> we do a multitude wow. of things, and yeah. Um, yeah. So some of the new things that we have going on. Um, this past Saturday was the Atlanta Science Festival, and um, we recently built out a 70 passenger bus into a classroom, a uh, makerspace, if you will, for students. So students can come onto the class onto the bus and have a full class. Um, this past Saturday, we did a biomimicry museum, which is essentially the study of nature and how it is applicable in our 21st century uh, world. How do we use it? Um, how do we use what we learn from animals and apply it to our society? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, and what's funny about that is that back in the day, the farmers knew how all that worked. I guess we forgot about it. We got to figure it out again. Yeah, yeah. We got to get back in touch. <laughs> got to get back in touch. And, you know, right. our, our message is, is closely aligned to um, social innovation. So mm-hmm. as we teach our children about different content areas, we always want them to think of themselves as conscious leaders because they are they are our next um, our next president, our next, you know, mm-hmm. accountant, our next engineer. So it's it's relevant for them to see themselves as change agents um, while they're in the program and beyond. Outstanding. Outstanding. And another great thing is that we, um, we recently purchased our first building. um, And so we bought a Victorian style house. It's almost 700 square feet and we turned it into a maker space. Um, Wow. We'll have everything that we so so because right now what we typically do is we go out into schools and build partnerships and provide them with their after school programs, or we mm-hmm. also are the new elective class for um, primarily charter schools who you know instead of just the home ec classes or just PE, 
kids can actually get the different content areas that we provide. So you can have a pre-med class that's an addition, additional elective um, wow. in schools. Wow. And so our makerspace will be a space where not only children but adults can come and really take classes as well as build out their own projects. So um, we'll be talking about more about that grand opening when we have it, Mark. <laughs> All right. But that's what I wanted to ask you real quick. The adults, what are, when they come, what do they do? Are they taking class or are they just observing? What are the adults doing when they come? Sure. So the adults take classes um, from or being able to come in and utilize some of our equipment, like our 3D printers. Um, okay. One of our new additions is a CNC machine where you're able to cut wood, um, etch, um, do engravings wow. and whatnot. Um, yeah. And then That's we also do mommy and me classes. So okay. parents can also come out and have fun with their kids. What about daddy and me? Just mommy and me? Daddy, of course. Daddy, daddy and me. All right. Mommy and me. Mommy, all right. All right. <laughs> okay. Of course. All right. Well, I know I'm going to let you go, but tell people if they want to find out more about your organization, where do they go? How do they reach you if they have questions? Absolutely. Um, please reach out to us. Our website is www.generationinfocus. That's I-N-F-O-C-U-S dot com. Um, also to note that we're going to be having a summer camp here. So we will okay. be doing a biomimicry summer camp at our Hapeville location in our makerspace. Um, you can also email us at contact us at generationinfocus.com. Well, that sounds exciting. It seems like I need to get out to some of that, too. So we're talking about this grand opening. We need to blow this out. So uh, let me help you plan that. All right. So okay, perfect. All right. Well, thanks for stopping through. And I look forward to uh, checking everything out in this new term I got to learn makerspace. All right. Yeah. So, uh, this sounds great. All right, Tiffany. Thanks for stopping through, and we'll talk later. Thanks, Mark. Take care. All right. All right. Now, this young lady's been working for a number of years. Well, I wanted to have her back on here so you can see what dedication and focus will do for you. We're going to have her back on so she can tell you a lot about her journey. But tonight, I just want her to talk about some of the great things she's doing particularly in the area of education, okay? And she's doing great things, so check her out. I'm going to go to break and come back do the Cat Builder Minute, which will only be about 90 seconds. And then we're going to get into this conversation about making that transition, that scary transition from employee to business owner. All this on the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. I'll be back in a moment. for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over, until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. We're going to move into Cat Builder Minute tonight, and I think it's a perfect setup of what we're going to talk about this evening. 
what we're going to be talking about just for the next few seconds is the growth mindset. I found this great article today on Mayo Clinic website. The growth mindset, you know, when you have this outlook, you understand that you can develop your abilities and adapt to different situations. You know that mistakes are inevitable. So the values of having a growth mindset, and I want you to really jot these down. One, an effort to achieve goals. You look at opportunities to learn from your mistakes. You accept new challenges. You embrace constructive feedback. And you're resilient in the face of setbacks. These are core values that you're going to have to have in order to be in this growth mindset. But it also correlates with good physical and psychological health. And it's a strong predictor of achievement. So if you're good physically, you're psychologically healthy, there's a good chance you're going to be able to achieve your goals. So when you have a growth mindset, you engage more fully and have a better outlook on life. So the way to cultivate for a growth mindset, a couple things. I want you to understand that your brain is like a muscle. Regular exercise makes it stronger. So give your brain new challenges. Feed it new knowledge, whether or not you read, videos, research, but put new knowledge into your brain. I want you to boost your confidence and recall times when you successfully learned something and increased your understanding. You know, was there a time when you didn't know how to do something and then you practiced it and got better? Remember those times. Get back to those times. You know, try saying is believing. Identify a struggle. Maybe it's exercising, saving money or a project. Or writing a letter to someone struggling with the same issue. What advice would you give them? Sometimes it's easier for us to give other people advice. So I want you to work on how to give yourself advice. Sometimes that means write yourself a letter. Okay? But I want you to invoke new thoughts. I want you to think things like, I'm curious to learn what will happen if I try this challenge. And then try it. Now, if you're not 100% successful... Try it another way. But And after achieving a goal, ask yourself, what did you do to make that happen? Note the process. But adjusting to a growth mindset will give you more resilience in the face of challenges and better outcomes throughout your life. So accept some new opportunities in your life and then learn and grow from them. That's my Cat Builder Minute for the night. I'm going to go to break. And we come back, we're going to start this conversation with Ms. Morris about transitioning from the 9 to 5 grind to entrepreneurship. I'll be back in a moment. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy. Which is great, because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test, because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. I'm going to start this conversation out about transitioning from employee to, you know, entrepreneur. But I'm going to set the stage for this. You know, just want to put a couple thoughts out here that we're probably going to discuss tonight. 
you know, why do so few of us follow our passions? You know, most of us go to work, to jobs we don't love. We work many, many hours for somebody else's vision and dream. And if you're one of the lucky ones, you have a great boss who motivates and inspires you to do better and friendly colleagues that support you. You get home feeling neither high nor low. You're just happy to be employed. So if you're going to try to make this step, there's a few things we want you to have in mind. As I talked about earlier, starting with the right mindset. you got to have the right mindset. Also, you have to build a necessary foundation. you got to have the right people around you. you got to get your partner, your family on board with you. you got to get your financial house in order. And you've got to start treating your career as a temporary job. And I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to welcome... Miss Tanya to the show. Tanya, how you doing this evening? I am doing fantastic. I'm so excited to be on, on this call here. Yeah, I tell you, I'm excited to have you because, you know, they said you are the guru of the gurus to help people make this transition. I was told I'm, it was only st- it was standing room you know, only at your, at your workshop. They, they couldn't even get no was. more people into the room. <laughs> Well, I, I think you have to be transparent. You got to give people real live people view of how what it was and how you need to transition. Mm-hmm. People don't tell you how to do stuff; they tell you what you need to do. Right. But the house was left out, so I just went there. I gave them everything. I gave them the good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> right. Well, we gonna give them a little more tonight. So, Tony, I want you to introduce yourself, your organization, what it is you do. Then we'll get in talking about this conversation about your organization and helping people make this transition. Okay, my name is Tanya Morris. I spent 25-plus years in HR, so I saw a lot of dissatisfied, disgruntled employees. So I birthed out about eight years ago a company by the name of Simply HR and more. And what that was supposed to be for is for um, owners that needed HR services. But what I have quickly found is that the owners needed some coaching. And um, so I started digging into that a little bit more and understanding why a lot of employees are dissatisfied. So starting um, April the 1st, we are going to put our coaching platform on a different platform, which is going to be called iTransition2 Entrepreneurship. And so we're going to be doing that as well. But meantime, I've helped men and women really find the right way of transitioning because oftentimes we don't transition the right way. It's Mm. emotional. Yeah. yeah we're it's talk very about emotional. It's very emotional that I don't like my boss. I want to be my own boss, but they really don't know what that really means. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we all got purpose. We all got gifts. And, you know, we are in a, a time right now where the market is changing. The job market is changing. And people are at a crossroad. People are making decisions. And so I want to be there to help them bridge those decisions the right way. Well, since you brought it up, and I'm glad you did, let's go there. Let's talk about the current situation, this market that we're in right now. You know, what's going on with it, and why should people even be thinking about, you know, maybe I need to think about something else? Well, number one, coming from an HR space of 25 years, by 2020, we're going to have what is called a contingent workplace. And what that means is the definition of an employee is going to be changing. That's why we hear all this stuff about millennials or gigging. I think everybody is gigging. And for those who don't know what a gig is, is when you're doing multiple different, we call it back in our day, a hustle. But it's a gig right now where people are working assignments and projects, and they're okay with that, and they're turning that into, you know, revenue streams. Uh, What you're seeing now in the job market, we got more, uh, we got less people, so we got more people than we have jobs. So, therefore, companies have an opportunity right now to, and we all have heard this here, and some of us are in this situation where we're doing more with less, meaning they're not hiring as, as many people. A lot of those jobs that we went to school for, and you can test to this here, you know, I know in my day the blueprint was you go to school and get what? A good job. So mm-hmm. a good job is being redefined. And with the Internet now, we all have access to the world. It's no more the middle person. So it's really changing and people are looking at, you know, how can I utilize my skills? Because that's the number one reason why turnover is the way it is. I'm not being fulfilled. I'm not engaged. I'm not using my skills. So what can I do in the market? And the internet has helped us be able to 
leverage that, but we need to know how to leverage ourselves. There's some foundational things, like as you spoke, that we need to do before we run out of there. I, I always call when you're looking at transition, it's a bridge. You get, mm-hmm. you get to do the necessary things to bridge over. Sometimes we just we don't go across the bridge; we go under the bridge and <laughs> get us in trouble. <laughs> Right, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's trolls and all kind of stuff under the bridges. That's yeah, what exactly I heard. Right. Yeah. It's sharp. It's sharp it's out there. You got to be ready. Yeah. So, so answer this question for me. The market is changing, but also, let's talk about the age of employees now. Um, I know a lot of people that would not consider themselves old. They have maybe 20 years to retirement, which used to be the retirement age. But they're being aged out of the marketplace right now in the middle of when they're developing their prime, these are their prime working years. So let's talk about yeah. these people for a minute. Okay. And, and I do a lot of speaking engagement on multi-generations in the workplace, millennials, and that's a mm-hmm. hot topic because the workplace is aging. Mm-hmm. But it does not mean that these people that are the baby boomers are not eligible or can't continue to work. I think what we're running into is technology is doing a lot of that, and then you bring in these inexperienced talent where you don't have to pay more. So the reason why, mm. from an HR standpoint, the secret is is that a lot of the aging employees make a certain amount, and, and some employees feel like that is not, I shouldn't say not worth it, but if I can mm. get, you know, it's all about the dollar. If I can get less money and I and this person have a, 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 a doable time to learn this stuff, then I'm going to go with that. But then what's happening mm. is you're causing chaos in the workplace because that knowledge that that knowledge is very important. So, so people probably, yeah, so people probably feel like if I've been on the job for a while, I've got all this knowledge and experience, and you hire somebody with no knowledge and experience because you got them for less, that probably creates some friction on the job too, especially when they're coming to you every day talking about how do you do this and how do you do that. Right. I've been here all well, this time. I'm going to tell you. You know, I learned this well, stuff. So, but the thing about that, and you're absolutely right, You get, let's just take a step back. The, uh, let's find longevity. Okay. Commitment. Okay, so it used to be a time where you were rewarded for being on the job for a long time. Oh, God, you committed. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. when I was recruited back then. Now they're questioning, you know, have you learned anything? You've been on the job for a long time, or do you have some new relevant skills? But that's a new mm. conversation. You may have some institution knowledge, but do you have relevant skills? Because you haven't done anything. Different. You've been in the same position doing the same thing. So it's not a matter how much I know. It's how much I'm able to grow and, uh-huh. and adapt. That's what afford, that's what that's what's happening. Okay, so that's so what's happening. Okay. Yeah, and so the conversation, I've been here a long time. That's the wrong that's the wrong approach. <laughs> that's you know. Wrong. And let me give you an example. I got a sister that I've been in the bank for twenty five years. She went and got mm-hmm. her you know, her degree and everything and she thought the door was gonna open up for opportunity. But what she quickly understood is that you know what, you've been here for 25 years, but you haven't done anything different, and it goes exactly about what you said before in the commercial. You've got to grow. You've got to start reading. They're not doing that kind of stuff. You've got to, you got to stay, like the young people say, you have to stay woke. you got to know what's going on around <laughs> wow. you. Wow. Wow. So yep. and what's interesting is that a lot of organizations offer free, you know, training, and you want to upgrade your skills, you can take advantage of conferences and uh, CEUs and all kind of stuff, but people don't do it. Well, it depends on what level you at. It, okay. it ain't for everybody. Everything ain't for okay. everybody now. All right. So all right. If, if you if you're in that certain position, you don't get that. And so that's okay. why we can't wait on anyone to give us. We have to go and invest in ourselves. Okay, so we need to find out. But the big deal is keep that knowledge coming. Keep it coming all the time. You know, it used to be a time when I went to school, they paid for tuition education. That's far and few. Okay. It's far That's and not few. Out there. Well, you can see I ain't worked for anybody in a long time. I thought I was still in place. So they don't do that no more. <laughs> they don't do that no more. And the thing about right. it is that if they are going to give you training, they're going to give you training on the job. But you need more than just how to do that particular job. Okay. You need professional development skills. So you got it, and then you got Linda.com. Some of this stuff is free, and you got, you know, 
YouTube.com is the next university. You can do anything. Yes, I call it YouTube University. Exactly That's what I right. call it. You we have to anything. stop. We got to turn. We got to turn off the TVs and spend some time, like you said, exercising that muscle. So okay. So I've been working at a position for a long time. I'm contemplating moving on. Right. So what am I? What do I start thinking about? I mean, what do I? What do I do? I, how do I even know? I, I like to run my own business. I, uh, how do I figure out what I should be doing? Uh, you know, how, how does that process work? Well, we have a, a five-step process that we take people through. The first thing I like to ask is, I want to understand your why. What is it that you want to do? Why? Why are you want to transition? And you mm-hmm. probably have heard this many times. I want to work for myself. I ain't working for nobody. I want to be my own boss. Okay, that's 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 nice. But mm-hmm. what I tell people, if your why is not strong enough, it won't keep you long enough. Because the first thing that blow by you that don't work right, you're going to go back into the workplace. So you have to make sure your why is, so, is, is strong enough, you know. You just can't just walk out on a hobby and call I call it hobby lobby. Hobby lobby won't keep you. <laughs> All right. So and you just got to have Okay. Keep yeah, going. a hobby. So yeah. Somebody told you your, your pies are good. And you haven't tested the market, so you're okay. going to go by what somebody else said and haven't done your research. Okay. Like I said, your why have to be strong. Okay. And the second one is that mindset. You and I know coming from, you know, I, I worked in government. I had no reason to leave. I had a perfect setup. I had nine-week vacation. I had the big office. I had the staff. But because of my why and my purpose, it wouldn't keep me there that long. So I I knew I had to prepare. But one thing I will tell you, even though I prepared and I worked five years and worked full time before I came out because I had to get my house in order. But I will tell you, your mindset is something different, become an employee and then become self-employed. Those two economies don't even talk the same. So I had to stop being around people that worked in the workplace because they were talking about, you know, holidays and stuff. I had to work. I knew if I didn't work, I didn't do it. <laughs> right, right. That, you yeah, know that, what I'm that, 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 that is interesting because a lot of times people say, uh, "What are you doing for the holidays?" I said, "The holidays are coming." Yeah, most of the time I don't even know they coming because I don't even. That's focus exactly on them. right. That's, <laughs> but that's not our economy, and so right. and every two weeks is not our economy. Is you may get a check no. the fifteenth to thirtieth, and we don't go out there and kill something we won't eat. Right. Yeah, so it's a whole different mindset. You're right. It's a different mindset. And I, and, and, and even me, although I, w- I thought I was prepared, but let me tell you, when you've been in that blueprint for 21 years or 25 years or whatever, it's hard to shake that because it's so easy. So you really have to really renew your mind about this entrepreneurship. You know, you definitely – and then the next thing I would say, you got to have support. You know, a lot of people are trying to do it by themselves. You gotta have support, and I thank God I have a supportive husband. Uh, and when I say support, I'm not talking. I'm talking about somebody that that has the same mindset that you have as well, too. Because you got some people that agree that you should do your own business, but they they don't have the mindset of understanding what it takes to run a business. There may be mm-hmm. some nights I have to go to networking meeting. Like I had to tell my husband. My husband's a meat and potato type guy, and I had to ask him <laughs> before I went out. Yeah, he was because that means you had to cook. So, <laughs> and you had to cook. And so what I said, Mark, to him, I said, look, are you okay with a public rotisserie chicken, a bag of salad? That's meal. And he was okay. good with that, not every night, but he was good with it. So you right, had to get right, that right. understanding with the family and everybody that you may not be around. You may have to work long hours. So that family support uh, or your support system needs to be very clear about what it is that you're trying to do. And then the next thing is that know your numbers. You got to know what it takes to run your household. That finance piece is serious. You need to know what it's going to take. Like when I transitioned out, I, I used to be the one that carried the health insurance. But when mm-hmm. I started pre- preparing to transition out, my husband took the health insurance. So, mm-hmm. you know, we strategize on what needs to be done. You don't need to leave a job if you know you've got children and it depend on you and need health insurance. You've got to figure all that out and, and calculate all that. You need to know your number. What is it going to take? For six months, if you don't bring a dime in there, are you going to be okay or are you going to lose everything? These are real conversations that you have to have with yourself. 
And you got to think, like I said, with that mindset, if you're making, I'm just throwing a number, if you're making $30,000, your minimum, you should be believed that you can at least make that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> so you got to have all you you got you got to have all that together because if not you will make the U turn back in the workforce and then the last thing is understanding when your deadline when you were coming out. I knew when my youngest son graduated from high school I was coming out of there. I made sure I was a mother and did the things I needed to do. But when he graduated, I graduated too to another level. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So I, I think people have to realize that it's, it's not for the faint heart. I think you definitely have to have a, a, a renewing of the mindset because when you've been on the on the job for so many years, you know, people tell you what to do. I mean, like you said earlier, when you become an entrepreneur, you got to figure out what to do. Right. And so a lot of people are not in those positions. Well, go ahead. I want to go back and touch on this support thing real quickly because, you know, one of the questions a lot of times when people come and they want me to coach them, I ask if they have a significant other, and if they say yes, I said, are they supporting you? And they kind of look at me like, well, sort of. But oh, I want okay. you to really embrace how that, how important that is, because if how do you get your significant other to support you? Because a lot of times, the reason why I say it, because a lot of times entrepreneurs, they always got a great idea. And I, I think if you've been with somebody 15 years and every time they always got a great idea, after a while right. you start uh-huh. dismissing it. So what mm-hmm. are the things that you can do to help your significant other understand the seriousness? This time it's for real, though. Okay. Well, what I what I would tell them um, is, is, is um, putting in the proof. You've got you to put the time in. For example, when I decided – that I want to do this here. I wasn't just talking about it. Mm-hmm. I actually carved out some time. I had a schedule. I brought ideas. I, I renewed my mind with reading different things. And mm-hmm. I, I included my husband in the journey with me. So there you know you go. exactly That's what I'm doing. That's I what included I wanted him to in the journey. That's you what gotta I wanted include to them in the journey because if they don't feel included, like my husband, we, we're, we're doing stuff together, coaching together. And so I included him in the journey, and it makes it so much easier and the journey much, okay. much lighter. That, that's what I wanted to hear. Because a lot of times <laughs> what I hear is, well, this is what I'm doing. He's doing something else, and she's doing something else. And I'm like, I don't know if that's going to work. But I, I, I wanted to hear you say, and we didn't talk about this before, but I wanted to hear you say you included him on the journey. Oh yeah, Instead I asked him for advice. Okay. You know, asked All him, right. What 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 can I do differently? And he'll probably say, Well, you're spending too much time over here, you're doing this here. Okay. And so the the communication, you gotta communicate because regardless, you still impact that household because your income may not be the same initially. And so they mm-hmm. wanna see that you're really serious about this. And the only way they're gonna know that is if you include them and communicate. Okay. All right. You know, I just <laughs> yeah, I just think it's so important. You know, I've never been married or anything like that, but I just feel that I've coached a lot of people, and I just feel it's so important. You know, I watched my parents, um, you know, start different businesses and stuff like that, but they did it together, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and I find a lot of people now don't do things together, and I don't know what's up with that, but I think this is one thing that if you decide you're going to do, you need to include not only your spouse, but you got those children, they need to understand, you know, mommy ain't going to be running well, you out to the mall. You know, mommy ain't going to be running here and running there. you got to work it out. You know, well, I so. think you're absolutely right. I was coaching someone, and they were struggling. And I asked, we feel like we have to do it by ourselves when we don't. And mm-hmm. we feel like somebody's going to take our stuff or whatever, you know. And I, and I disagree with that. I, I think you, in order that the team can build the dream. So you definitely got to get a team to, to be able to help build that dream for you. And, like, for me, my son, I'm actually giving him an intern this summer because I want him to, you know, focus on my social media. That's what he does. So why, why okay. wouldn't I get him involved in it? There you, you go. Know? And then my, there you go. My, younger, my older son is graduating in May. He's great on business development. Why wouldn't I put him in the system? I mean, okay, so there we can, you go. We can build an empire. And then my husband got that analytical, that back office support, the books and all that. So why wouldn't I? So you there can build you an empire, and you don't have to try to get it all. 
You know? Okay. You burn out. You know? And that's I know why that's... we have 90... Go ahead. That's why we have 90, 90% of solopreneurs, meaning you're doing it by yourself. You got 90% of women solopreneurs, okay? And then you don't have no help. And you never get over that threshold. You never get to that. In most cases, sometimes, but most cases, you never get to that dollar figure that you want, and you end up burning out. So it really, if you want to transition into entrepreneurship, you got to get a team. Build a got to get a team. Got to get a team. Yeah, you got, you're, yep. you're absolutely correct. So next question, you, you said the why, you know, why somebody wants to do it. That is a very important reason. So you try to help figure out not only the why, but is your why going to make money? Okay. Yeah, your I have a lot of people come money. to me. Yeah, but a lot of times people come to me very passionate about something. And I hate putting it in this context because I'm driven by God. I'm driven by the spirit. But a lot of times people will come to me and they say, well, God's telling me to do this. And I go, okay. But I, it's hard because I can't figure out how it's going to make them money. So, you know, uh, so I think they need to use a little wisdom sometimes that maybe God wants you to do this, but maybe not right now. Let's figure out how to do this so you can make money so you can do that. Okay. So how and do you I, help I, people I, do that? How do you help people do that transition there? The same way that you just did it, got to make money. I mean, what is your ultimate goal? Now, if it ain't for you to make money, that's a different conversation. But if you're trying to mm-hmm. replace your income, then we – what I do, I take people through an assessment to determine really if they're entrepreneur ready because you can have the why all day, but if you ain't going to have the other attributes of being entrepreneur ready, it may not be right now. Mm-hmm. You need to determine you're at risk. But your why – it definitely has to be tied to profits and making money unless you decide you're retiring, you want to you know, volunteer or whatever. So the question is, do you want a profitable business or do you want charitable? I mean, it, it depends on what you, what you want. But I, I think you, you have to be straightforward with people and let them know that it has to be profitable. And let's think about how can we make it profitable and we can add that, that piece that you're passionate about as an added value or something. All right. So let me ask you this. We talk about collaborative relationships, how the importance of those in business with other people that are doing collaborative things that complement what you're doing. Like I see you at the WEOP event, and mm-hmm. uh, and I'm even after talking with you, to be honest, I have been working in my mind about I need to do a coaching program to help people make this transition. So I was going to create a whole new program and put it all together. But quite frankly, with everything I got going, I've been talking about it for a while, but I, I haven't done it because I know that I really don't have the time to focus on it. And so after talking with you, I know that we're going to sit down and develop a collaborative relationship because I have a network that I think I can fill the classes, you know, by doing the radio show or going out talking about you, and you can do what you do. But let's talk about the importance of collaborative relationships. Well, I think it's a win-win for everyone. I think once you understand and get out of that mind, see that mindset creeps up again, get into that mindset that it takes two or more to, to, to move forward. So, for example, you just said that you don't have the time. Well, if I got the platform and you got the resources and we can sit down and come together with a with a plan that can win-win for both of us, that that, mm-hmm. that cuts time out for both of us. Right. Because now you can have a network that I'm looking for, and then I got a platform that you may be looking for. So that's, that's right. why you have to collaborate. You have to work smarter, not harder, smarter. Right. You know, but I so think I you're think so right valuable. about the fact you got to do it because, you know, for me, I don't have the time. And, and I'm one of those people, if I can't do it right, I ain't doing it. Okay, I'm just right, flat right. out. And so that's why I've been, I haven't started. I mean, okay, I'm going to do it next month. And I'm going to start it in April. Okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. start it in June. But this is such a big issue right now because so many people are coming to me just totally frustrated with their jobs. And then a lot of people are coming saying they don't know. Things were great on Friday when they left work. 
but they've seen it too many times. They come, people come skipping in on Monday. Hey, how was your, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. Uh, Bob, can you come over here for a second? Yeah. You know, yep, you, yep, yep. you and you see your stuff all boxed up and security standing there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you know, and they get ready to walk you out the door, and you had no idea that this was coming. And this is happening to more and more people. Um, they they call me and go, I, I just got to let go. You know, was, was there something well, wrong? Huh? Wasn't nothing wrong. Wasn't the thing about it? It's not, see, I told you the market is changing. The workforce is changing. It's not a matter if, it's just when. And so what yeah. we have to do is start getting people prepared for the win and not get blindsided because, you know, that's why the millennials, a lot of them are entrepreneurs because they watch the world get blown away from them watching their parents lose everything and they vow they're not doing it. That's why they're not loyal. No, and they're so, not loyal. They're <laughs> they not don't loyal. have any loyal. They don't have any loyalty. Well, do you blame them? We taught them. To no, do I know, like I know, I know, but it's just hard sometimes. We are raised with loyalty. <laughs> they ain't got no loyalty. <laughs> but they're the new CEO. They are the new CEO. They they, they set are. stuff up. So they're the new they they're the new leadership. They're the new leadership. So I tell my people we got to stay woke. And I love what you said about the article. You know, reading and getting your muscle together. But to answer your question, you know, Friday was good. And from an HR standpoint, we already know who's leaving. We right. already know who's leaving. And so, yes, you're going to be nice on Friday. You don't want to play shut up or anything like that. So you come Monday and make, you know, so, but what I, what I tell people is that we need to start having these conversations and we got to go back to investing. See, it used to be a time when the company took care of you. You got to take care of yourself. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's, a, that's the mindset we need to change. Um, and and that's that, that's of course all by itself is mindset. You can't even get into entrepreneurship until that mindset is, is changed. It's it's funny you said that because the first book I wrote was on how to write a business plan. Then I realized that the second book mm-hmm. I wrote was on mindset. Okay, yep. I figured you know uh, you had to have this before you could even think about a plan. You, so you the can't second even do book a plan. I tried, no, you can't. It's not effectively, and I didn't really. It was, it was kind of second nature to me because I've always been an entrepreneur. But what I realized is that, um, yeah, so my second book is called To Boldly Go. and mm. But it's about how to change the mindset, not only your mindset, but the mindset of the people around you. Because yeah. a lot of times when you start changing your mindset, they start tripping. Okay. Well, and, and then again, you got to leave some people behind because you know right. when I came out the workplace, I didn't tell my family, I mean my mother and my siblings, my mm-hmm. my family, my boys, and my husband were supportive. And when I told my mom, you know, she spent forty one years in the federal government. She said, "You did what? You left <laughs> okay. your government job? You left your job? You left the government yeah. job?" She said, you left your good government job and you got two boys in college. Have you lost your mind in this big old house? And so I had to stop talking to her for a minute because, you know, when it's fresh, when it's fresh like that, they'll mess you up. So I had to stop talking to her for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's a bigger, you know, we're just kind of scratching the surface of this conversation because, you know, we have a limited amount of time. But, I mean... Dealing with the the people around you that love you and care about you, that don't understand what it is you're doing, uh, dealing with those issues, dealing with waking up. I when I had an engineering company, I hired a guy that was working in corporate America. He come to me every day, uh, Mr. Parham, I'm getting ready to go to break. I was like, I don't care, Mr. Parham, I'm getting right. ready to go to lunch. I, I don't care. All I need right. to do, I gave you a project that I need done by Friday. I don't care if you stay here all night to do it, come That's in and right. in the morning to do it. I just need you to be yeah. self-starting enough to be able to do it. But he was so used to being told what to do, it was very, very difficult for him to make that transition to, you know, project-based work. And uh, right. That's important. You said something very important. They, they they have been we've been told what to do. So I mean, you ain't thinking outside the box. You can't even think no more because they don't touch your creativity. Right. And and I, and I think that's what's uh, so apparent a lot of times when I'm working with people. 
they're not taught to think. Like right. you find out in your in your corporate conferences and your meetings, you say, "Well, I think we should do this." They said, "We ain't paying you to think." They let you know they care what you think. Okay, oh, right. so I and think. Yeah. You know, and after a while, that muscle stops working. And it goes back to what you said, but, you know, I think we hire robots. We tell you what to do and how to do it, and this is where we're going to do it. That's why you have chaos in the workforce with the millennials and the older people, because the older people have been told and conditioned to do it this way, and it works. You get somebody else coming and say, well, I see a different way, because they've been using that muscle. And that's what you don't know to tell me to do it this way. So that's where the conflict, because we're not taught to think, we're taught to do. It's a difference. Wow. Yeah, my whole my whole second book has a whole section on, you know, retraining the new mind because you got to you got to retrain it, you got to exercise it. So, but you know, it's just one of those things where I you know I applaud your you look you're walking in your purpose now, trying to help these oh, people. Yeah. Make, you have no idea just even for the few minutes we were talking the other day about it. The reason why I wanted you to come immediately on the show, you, I don't know if you know that people can feel the passion coming from you about this journey yeah. that you're on. Okay. Everybody I mean, that. I mean, it's incredible. It's like, I mean, I'm like, you know, it, it really is. A, it's a beautiful thing. And that's why I said, we're going to be doing some things together because I really want to help people make this transition. I just really, frankly, with, you know, it's funny, like even me walking in my purpose, I, I'm finding out that my purpose is helping to get the message out. Yeah. And helping to get okay, that that's it. You know, people are contacting me now. Mark, can you help me get this message out? And if I you would have told me this a year ago, I would have been like, no, this is what I do. But I, and I think something else that's important is accepting what your purpose is, even when you don't fully understand it. That's okay, it. and as long as it's making you money, though, right? <laughs> you know, they gotta do but, that now, right? But I, I feel so blessed because um, it, I get invited to conferences now. People ask me, do I want to be media or do I just want to come? And I go, media? Wow. You know? Yeah, I mean, wow. so because yeah, because they're listening to me. You know, like I've been doing my show for like four years now, and I just got picked up by another network. And uh, I'm out, you know, 13 radio stations throughout the United States. And wow. they're asking me for even more content. Well, that means that, like, for example, my show, I script my show. I get up and I write this out. I know what I'm going to say. I try to have good guests, you know, that are you know, life-changing people like yourself. So this is not happening by accident. And I don't know if you've ever done a, a radio show or a podcast. Even though my show is every Monday, it seems like it's coming up every other day. I'd be like, dang, it's Monday again? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? and it's so, I mean, and a lot of people just don't have the, you know, the, uh, the, the you know, the focus to do a, a, a weekly show. Yeah, and, I, mean, I was going to um, do a podcast myself. That's a lot of work. It is, but the fact is, where we work together is, I already have the vehicle to do it. You just record it anytime you want to, and I'll get it played. Okay. Oh, wow. So you don't. Have, yeah. So that's what I'm working on now, taking people like yourself. You can get up at 7.15 in the morning, record 30 minutes, even get on conferencecall.com, interview a guest, send me the files. I'll drop the commercials in, put a front end on it, and I'll not only play it on my network, now I have a whole other network throughout the United States I can play, get it played on. But that's where you stay in your lane, you know, because yep. you don't have the time that I have. So, But that's what I mean by collaborative efforts, you know, working together to get things done. And it's just very exciting to me when I encounter people like yourself that I know for a doubt, I ain't going to call you tomorrow. You said, guess what? I opened a bakery. (laughs) Okay. And I talked to you three months from now. Guess what? I got a lawn service now. Okay. Uh I know when I talked to you six months now, I said, what you doing? Same thing I was doing the last time you talked to me. Absolutely. Okay. And you know what, I'm okay I'm doing more of this, even though I have my HR consultant and I do a lot of mm-hmm. speaking and things, but mm-hmm. I remember when I came out of the workplace and I had said to myself, I'm going to teach people how to do this thing right. I'm going to teach mm-hmm. them how to do it right. And I didn't know it was going to come up like this here. And, uh, right. But I love it because I, 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 I see, I, I worked in HR, HR director for the state of Georgia for 15 years, 
and it's almost like the plantation, you know, I've seen people disgruntled, not fulfilled, until mm-hmm. they got to the point where they got sick. And I'm going to tell you, when I left the workplace, I immediately lost 25 pounds. That 85 pounds, 85 um, <laughs> interstate was on me, and I dropped <laughs> right. 25 pounds. And that's and so I'm just yeah, and so I, I think you can be more healthy when you really, get, you know, understand what it is that you really want to do, and I, you know, and everything has a timing too. You know, it has a timing. All right, so we're gonna start kind of winding up here, but I wanted to get some final words from you. Um, anything you got coming up in the near future? Um, any advice you got? How can people catch up to you to uh, find out more information about how you can help them? walk a different walk and talk a different talk, okay, about well, changing yeah. their lives. Well, we're going to be launching April the 2nd, um, our new platform, which is going to be called I Transition to the Entrepreneurship, and it's going to have a lot of information, um, and there's going to be more of the coaching um, platform, and we're going to hopefully be adding some coaches to help us with that. Um, uh, so that's I'm what we're doing a lot. Yeah, I'm I will. I'm, All right. You and I will be talking, and then I, right. I actually want to do some type of workshop or something, an event, because there's nothing out there to help people to get. They talk no. about business plans, but they don't talk about how the stuff that we're talking about, real talk. And so I just want to encourage people that if they are, they need to you know, start looking at some ideas and doing some research and get some help. You can't do it by yourself if you don't know everything. Get somebody that can help you. Invest in yourself. All right. Words of wisdom from Miss Tanya Moore, specifically HR and more. That's right. And you can reach me at www.simplyhrandmore.com, and my number is 404-663-4049. All right, Miss Tanya. Well, I appreciate you coming out. I'll tell you what, I may have to have you do and start creating some regular segments that I can play on my show to get you started, but we'll have that conversation a little later. I can show you how to yes, do it easy and effortlessly. And it could be okay. telling you, you know, like I do my cap builder minute. It can be the Simply HR minute. Okay? okay. Give me 90 I... seconds or something. And I'll put it on the air. All right? Well, I definitely, I am going to, I'm a businesswoman, so you will be hearing from me. We'll have All a right. separate conversation. All, All right. right. Thank you so much. Thank All you right. so much. All right. Thanks for coming. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. You heard, you heard it tonight. Well, you heard it today. It's your mindset that's important. You got to work on it. You got to change it. That brain is a muscle. You heard you got to start working it out. I know you're going to the gym, getting ready for springtime. I know you're trying to be vegan or vegetarian, trying to eat right, be healthy. But you need to work on having a healthy mind. And you only can do that by exercising it and putting the right things into it. There's no excuse now. Even if you're driving in this Atlanta traffic, podcast listen to it you can go to you know there's so many podcasts out there you know what there's a great podcast called cat builder talk you go to my website catbuildertalk.com i got four years of shows funding mindset all kind of things listen to me on your way to work listen to me on your way home but i got other people you can listen to too but you got to start listening you got to start educating your mind so i hope you enjoyed the show And as I say, I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Capital Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to be a guest for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show.
You're Paul. I'm the new Sprintern. Ah, uh, Sprint Plus. Intern. Yeah, clever, right? I'm gonna... Look at getting an amazing iPhone 8. Yeah, because... They have an all-glass design, advanced cameras... I'm going to... Uh... Going to give your second phone to your new friend. Wow, Paul! Now lease one iPhone 8 and give a second one on us. Visit your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. iPhone 8, 64 gigabyte, 29 a month. Second iPhone 8 after 29 a month. Credit applied within two bills. Requires two new lines or one new and one upgrade with 18-month leases. Early termination results and full balance due. Exclusive tax subject to credit and third activation restrictions apply.